Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Unremitting Ardor. Tonight, as part of our third annual October Classic Horror Sleep Story series, we'll read an excerpt from Frankenstein or The Modern Prometheus, an 1818 novel written by English author Mary Shelley. Frankenstein tells the story of Victor Frankenstein, and this excerpt is from his point of view. He is a young scientist who creates a human-like creature in an unorthodox scientific experiment that in modern day we refer to as Frankenstein as well. Shelley was only 20 years old when her book was anonymously published. Today, The novel is generally considered to be a landmark work of romantic and gothic literature, as well as science fiction. This is the second time Snoozecast is featuring this book. During our first annual Horror Sleep Story series in 2019, we aired the very opening of the novel, which consisted of letters meant to cradle the ultimate narrative of Frankenstein. Tonight's episode is meant to start in the heart of the story. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep 
breaths. I returned to medical school at Ingolstadt University after a period of mourning that felt too hasty for the loss of my departed mother. My days of my residence were chiefly spent in becoming acquainted with the localities and the principal residents in my new abode. Partly from curiosity and partly from idleness, I went into the lecturing room, which Professor Waldman entered shortly after. He began his lecture by a recapitulation of the history of chemistry and the various improvements made by different men of learning, pronouncing with fervor the names of the most distinguished discoverers. After having made a few preparatory experiments, he concluded with a panegyric upon modern chemistry, the terms of which I shall never forget. The ancient teachers of this science, said he, promised impossibilities and performed nothing. The modern masters promise very little. They know that metals cannot be transmuted and that the elixir of life is a chimera But these philosophers, whose hands seem only made to dabble in dirt, and their eyes to pour over the microscope or crucible, have indeed performed miracles. They ascend into the heavens. They have discovered how the blood circulates, and the nature of the air we breathe. They have acquired new and almost unlimited powers. They can command the thunders of heaven, mimic the earthquake, and even mock the invisible world with its own shadows. Such were the professor's words. Rather, let me say such the words of the fate, announced to destroy me. So much has been done, exclaimed the soul of Frankenstein, More, far more, will I achieve. Treading in the steps already marked, I will pioneer a new way, explore unknown powers, and unfold to the world the deepest mysteries of creation. I did not close my eyes that night. My internal being was in a state of insurrection and turmoil. I felt that order would thence arise, but I had no power to produce it. By degrees, after the morning's dawn, sleep came. I awoke, and my yesternight's thoughts were as a dream.